Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. We're a writing team from New Jersey with a passion for film. An aggressive, all-consuming passion. Well, whenever we see a news article we find, like, insane, uh, immediately it's... How can we make a movie out of this? Every episode we read a crazy article from different sources and tumble down our own rabbit hole. Discussing cast, crew, and plot. And then we hash out a pitch for a feature film. So, join us as we BS about movies and ask the important question... What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? And away we go. Nick, we're back. And away we go. Wow. Uh, We're back. You know, I've been waiting to hear those words for a long time. It's been... One week since you looked at me. Oh, fuck. I walked right (laughs) into that one. I walked right into it. Um, It has been... Our last last recording was January of uh, 2020. No way. Yep. January? January, yeah. Be- well, our last, rec- our last, uh, I'm sorry, published recording. We uh, we posted this on our Twitter a while back. We had episode 14 done and finished with our uh, guest star, but uh, unfortunately the entire file got corrupt and we were unable to use it. Uh, yeah, that was utterly bizarre. It seems like every time his, his uh, computer screen just sort of dimmed, yeah. uh, it just stopped. So we we unfortunately we lost the original episode fourteen, and that was that was set to to be published right before uh, COVID happened and everything. So first off, uh, thank you everybody for coming back and listening to us. We we hope you're excited to be back with us, and we hope that you're all safe uh, and healthy with your family. Rob and I are quarantining from each other right now. We are actually in separate rooms recording this, um, so we are still. Uh, trying to stay as safe as we possibly can. Uh, it's probably going to be like that for a while, just because of the way our country is going. Uh, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, as of the day we're recording this, it is July seventh. Uh, we hope you all had a happy Fourth of July, and that's kind of what we're talking about today. Boom segue. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, if, if anyone forgot what we do here, uh, well, it's in the intro. So Rob, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the article we're going to be discussing today? Sure. I was just kind of bouncing around the internet on the fourth and, um, reading about, I was kind of looking for like, how did people celebrate if at all when the country, uh, made the declaration? (coughs) The answer is not a lot because (laughs) there was a war. Um, but then I noticed something kind of weird. Congress or the Continental Congress voted to uh, um, separate from Great Britain on July second. Uh, that's when the whole Congress met and, uh, or as mo- much as they could, met and and voted to to leave the empire. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't actually declare it and publish the declaration until the fourth. Apparently, they spent the two days in between sort of worrying about it and working on the wording of, of Jefferson's declaration and all these different things. And I'm like, July 3rd must have been a very interesting day. <laughs> and I never knew there was a two-day gap in between when we legally separated from Britain and when we told people about yeah. it. And yeah. I'm like, I can only imagine... When we went public. <laughs> yeah, the stuff that the stuff that went down in between that period. And that, mm. that's kind of what I wanted to try and make a movie out of and what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. We've linked to uh, a, a decent history of, of, of Independence Day on military.com. You can check out. It's got the bare bones. But that just stood out in my head. July 2nd. July fourth. <laughs> I was like, we got to do something in between. And so we're gonna we're gonna build a pitch around this idea. And and again, it's it's a 
like Rob said, it's a pretty bare bones article. So there's, there's not a crazy amount to go off of, which usually makes it more fun for us. Um, if you ask me, so, uh, let's just get right on into it. And let me say those words that I've been aching to say for about seven months now, Rob, what do you got? I'm going to fucking cry. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we really enjoy doing this podcast. I I hope you realize that this is, this is a really, a really fun time for us to be able to kind of, uh, express our, our creative endeavors and uh, come up with these these stories. Uh, yeah, and uh, thank you for being here with us. And um, basically what I want to do is, um, of course I want to do a comedy. I'm not in the mood for a drama or a horror story <laughs> this time of year. I, I don't think either of us yeah. are. So um, my movie's called Just the 3rd of July. Uh, the director I picked for this project was Nicholas Stoller. Mm, okay. uh, and my cast is Danny McBride, Bill Hader, Craig Robinson and Russell Brand. Well, I will tell you off the bat, we share one cast member, but I won't tell you who yet. Okay. <laughs> and uh, basically, my idea for this is that um, Danny McBride is a member of the congressional delega- dele- delegation from, uh, I think he's from Virginia, uh, Virginia or Georgia. I figured, you know, let him do his accent. <laughs> uh, Bill Hader, I'm going to have be from the congressional delega- delegation from New Jersey. Uh, Craig Robinson is a freedman who is involved in the uh, in the proceedings uh, through which I really want to comment on the slavery, the hypocrisy, <laughs> um, <laughs> especially with everything going on in our yeah. country right now. And Russell Brand is a layabout uh, British Army captain who they will be encountering several times throughout this. But essentially, um, once Congress votes on July second to separate from the British Empire, um, immediately. Out in the hall, Danny McBride, Bill Hader, and Craig Robinson are going to meet and go. Well, that's this is going to be a fucking disaster. We have to, we have to flee. We have to do something. We have to make it known that we are not, we're not a part of this jam. What do we do? And we spend the whole third of July with them as they are trying to escape Philadelphia and trying to convince Russell Brand that they are uh, not, uh, you know, those We're Sons part of Liberty of types. Um, almost, it, it, now I think about it, it's almost in that same kind of vein as that uh, It's Always Sunny episode where they're like, well, clearly the Americans are going to win. We got to go and, and stoke our, our jive with the British. Uh-huh. But a bit more panicked, I, I really want it to be um, just them absolutely in the middle of a fire sale of their own thoughts of independence and then the fourth hits and there's this huge great american reaction to it and they're acting because they were in the room when it happened and then it's changed their mind yeah and then it's like yep yep no we were we right were, we're heroes yes, we were we part are. of this we're the definitely entire part time. of this the whole time <laughs> um so that's that's the the bare bones of what i have um i, I really want it to be just entirely taking place uh on the third in between and have a coda on the fourth where uh, they're trying to get ships out of Philadelphia, not ships, but a, a carriage or a boat out of Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't work, and uh, they're kind of prostrating themselves before the British. <laughs> and this this whole sort of, um, I almost wanted to have kind of the vibe of Superbad, where you know that takes huh. place over the course of that night, and they're bouncing from location to location, and things keep getting progressively worse, yeah. or their ultimate goal is thwarted and they just can't pull it off um but then it just sort of magically comes together in the end on the 4th of july and who's your uh director stoller a nicholas stoller okay cool Mm -hmm. and your and your title was third of july third of july yeah awesome Mm. sweet water (laughs) so uh yeah that's uh that's where i want to bounce off from there nick what do you got all right so i i went in a very similar route i think um 
my premise uh, my premise is about the five uh, constituents uh, drafting the the declaration and uh, pretty much like a group project in high school pawning it all off on Jefferson <laughs> and making him do the whole thing while they just party. Um, so my director of choice, I went with Adam McKay. Okay. Um, and I have I have five cast members. Uh, John Adams is going to be played by Jake Johnson. Oh, sick. Uh, Roger Sherman, the Connecticut uh, constituent, is going to be played by Sean William Scott. <laughs> uh, ben Franklin will be played by Jack Black. Um, Holy shit, that's genius. <laughs> Robert Livingston of New York, the guy that like pretty much throughout the article just kept saying, mm-mm. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, is going to be played by Ben Stiller. <laughs> and then my choice for Thomas Jefferson is one of your choices, Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson as Thomas Jefferson <laughs> yeah. would be really funny. <laughs> Using Craig Robinson as Thomas Jefferson. Uh, a couple titles I came up with, though, I'm not really crazy about any of them. Uh, Codependence Day. I love that. You texted that to me the yeah. other day. Uh, Abandoned Ship. And then this one, this one is just a total pun that I, I had to do. Uh, leave it to treason. Leave it to like leave it to Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, we're really playing to our young demographic here with a reference to leave it to Beaver. Yeah, but leave it to treason is just awesome. Oh um, God. But yeah, basically my premise is just that it's it's them pawning off the group project on Jefferson the entire time mm-hmm. and just constantly making him rewrite things. Uh, considering the fact, spoiler alert, Craig Robinson is a black man, I have him putting the things in there like all men are created equal and stuff, and I have the others just going, well, you know, let's hold on, let's let's think about how that's worded because I'm not so sure that's a great idea. <laughs> and just having them come up with different ways to pretty much like pigeonhole everything he's writing and constantly, just, no, we got to get rid of that. Oh, you got to add this. And, oh, yeah, definitely take that away. And it's just them partying in the same room. Like, they're all playing dominoes or poker <laughs> or something the entire time while he's friggin' writing this with a quill. And, like, having to go back and just get different parchment each time he drafts this thing. It's not 100% wrong. <laughs> yeah, I know. He he wrote a, hundreds of drafts, I think. Um, but, yeah, that's that's basically what I have. It's It's a simple comedy same as yours and uh let's mash this thing up and let's see where it takes us yeah my my uh my i I like i like yours conceptually but i'm having a hard time trying to figure out a way to stretch that into a into a film film. yeah um i think we could start the movie that way like that can be the beginning of the film of them drafting the declaration yeah like we're kind of we could almost head fake people into thinking that's what the whole movie is going to be yeah and maybe it goes on for like five to ten minutes, mm-hmm. um, and then and then we we move on to a longer plot piece, and we don't see those characters again. Ooh, yeah, I like that. I like that. It's just like they're the beginning, and, and they're all they're all big names, so they're all like, oh, okay. So here's a here's our cast of characters, and then after five minutes, they're all gone. It's yeah. kind of like very very similar to. Uh, Bill Hader's small role in Pineapple Express. Yeah, like, exactly. In the like, very beginning, and you're like, "Oh, cool, Bill Hader's in this movie." That's it. <laughs> like it was almost the first thing that comes to mind when I think about it is in the the original Mission Impossible movie. Like we start off with an all star cast of of Tom Cruise's team of like yeah. Emilio Estevez and like who all wasn't this... credited actually. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And you think they're going to be there for the whole movie, yeah. and like that whole team gets wiped out yeah. <laughs> by John Voight. Spoilers at the beginning of that movie, and I think that'd be a fun thing to do. 
first Mission Impossible is such a good movie. Honestly, I love all of them, but yeah, they're good but Brian De Palma directed that thing. Brian De Palma directed Mission Impossible? I, I think it was De Palma. Holy shit. I believe he directed the first one. He gets one. around. Do you know he wrote the opening crawl for the original Star Wars movie? Did he really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking it up real quick because I'm almost positive it was De Palma. Brian De Palma movie trivia brought to you by uh, yeah Squarespace right. yep yeah Squarespace for all your square I don't I forget what Squarespace we, is <laughs> well it's a website company that makes websites but we are not in any way sponsored by them Squarespace so, for uh, all your webs I I've already forgotten what you we're just said. we're also sponsored by Wix because they're the same thing <laughs> we're just I wish go we had that. sponsors <laughs> shop at Eastside Mags for all your comic book needs we'll Mark our honorary sponsor um. Yeah, so it was Brian De Palma? It, it was Brian De Palma. That's sick. Yeah. yeah, I think like we can almost... Now I'm really enjoying the notion of marketing this movie as if it's a Ben Stiller, Jack Black, etc. You know what's funny? I, I was originally going to make Ben Stiller not only one of the cast members, but also my director. And I was he's, like, maybe... He's got a pretty fucking good eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. <sighs> and then I was like, him, Jack Black, we might as well just put in yep. the entire Tropic Thunder crew here. Every Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The entire Tropic Thunder crew is the cast of this movie. We'll get Robert Downey Jr. in there. <laughs> we'll get everybody. And those are the only like bits and scenes we show in the trailers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't let people know that that's not what the movie is. Unlike the way movie trailers have been going over the last couple of years where they just give away the spoilers. I'm like, well, now I know what... Yeah. I don't need to see this now. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars is a big one for that, and so is Marvel. Um, yeah, I'm like, well, now I know I, that would have been a nice. Do, do I really need to go see this now? You showed me all the scenes, um, <laughs> and then it turns out I didn't need to go see the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. We have them the whole first, maybe like ten, fifteen minutes or so. Uh, 20 minutes or whatever is them drafting it and just Craig Robinson as Thomas Jefferson or, or, or if you want to use him as your character later on that's fine whoever we get yeah it's fine there's there's plenty of black actors we can have in this film to yeah. point out you know I just really like the <clears> idea <throat> of just not not even remotely discussing the fact that Thomas Jefferson is being played by a black guy yep it's just it doesn't it's comedy fuck mm. fuck off it's it doesn't matter <laughs> uh, and they're just drafting this thing and he's just he's just getting pissed because yep. he's just getting ham fisted every which way to draft this thing up the way they want it and uh, and then finally it gets done and boom we cut to you know that was June 11th or whatever when he when he wrote it I think the article said if I if I was yeah I'm not sure when he started. Uh writing his draft because jefferson was such an obsessive uh Compul- yeah he was uh, an ocd perfectionist uh, re- yeah revisionist uh with his with his works but um and of course congress kept hacking at it until the fourth of july yeah so yeah that'd be funny you know it would kind of be funny just because we're having that discussion a lot mm. now but um uh things that have used blackface in the past what if what if Craig Robinson was wearing a lot of powder? White face? <laughs> yeah. And white and white face. LA I, you really don't see that a lot. And I'm hundred percent about it. I always find it really funny. Like um Eddie Murphy did this amazing sketch in SNL in the eighties, uh, called White Like Me. Okay. Where he like covered himself in white makeup and had like really flat hair and glasses and like <laughs> I think he put something on his nose and they do a sketch. It's it's fake where he goes around and like Sorry, you say, did you say this was SNL? Yeah. Okay. Where, like, yeah, uh, this guy doesn't charge him for a newspaper. He's like, go on, just take it. Just take it. And, like, white people start partying on a bus when the last black person gets off. He's like, what the hell is this Is this world that I've found? And just the image of Eddie Murphy in whiteface was always really funny to me because it's such a great inversion. Yeah. 
on an actual project someone did in the in the fifties called Black Like Me, where he darkened himself and went yeah, throughout the I South. Think I remember that. Which I'm like, uh, okay, or we could have just spoken to black yeah. people about like, their I, experiences. I get, I get where you were going with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, not sure I agree with it. Well, <laughs> you you tried. <laughs> you you definitely did. Yeah. You tried. What, well, just, well, I'm picturing a lot well of side eye from Craig Robinson during this intro. <laughs> you know, we could have Ben Stiller. Direct that that the intro, intro to the film. Yeah, absolutely. But just yeah. tack it on top. Yeah, because it's got that same flavor of Tropic Thunder. Yeah, like getting all these people to do the trailers. It's like a, it's like a little short film in front of it. Mm-hmm. It's our version of Grindhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and then we actually start the movie. And then we get into the film, and people are like, "Wait, what? what I thought this was about like the drafting of the Declaration. What is going on here?" Mm-hmm. So you have you had what? You had three three people. I had uh, I had the main the main uh, cast that I had was Bill Hader, uh, Danny McBride, and then uh, let's let's swap out Craig Robinson. I like him as Thomas Jefferson. Um, Can we use to, Winston Duke? Black comic actors, I really because like. I love Winston Duke. You know what? Winston Duke would be a lot of fun, and he's. Have you seen us? Yeah, he's actually got really great to- comic he, timing. comic timing. Absolutely, yeah. I think he's fantastic. Yeah, let's. He's do also it. no. He's also very great in. Um, I don't think anyone's seen this movie but me. Uh, Spencer <laughs> Confidential, the new one he did with Mark Wahlberg, the Peter Berg movie on Netflix. Oh, I haven't seen it. He's but... hilarious in it. He's it's a comedy. It's a comedy action. Does so... he play Hawk? Yeah, because I, I watched the Spencer for Hire TV series in yeah, the eighties, yeah. and I'm like, Hawk yeah, is yeah, he character. plays Hawk. It's, um, it was very, very good. But yeah, yeah, that's great. Let's get Winston Duke. But my biggest problem right now is since we've been on such a hiatus, I'm kind of forgetting everyone we've. Ca- I know we've cast. Bill it Hader before. Matter. I know. No, yeah. it doesn't matter. I'm just like, who who have we? I think we've mentioned Winston Duke before in something, <laughs> but you know what? Winston Duke, you're on board if, if you say yes. <laughs> you know what? You just gave me a really great idea. Because um, I, I, I like Winston's uh, uh, physicality uh, in acting, especially uh, in action. Mm-hmm. Um, what, it, it could almost be more of a chase movie or a heist movie in that if it's going to be on the 3rd of July and they are absolutely panicking that like this is this is going to get us all killed what if they're chasing down the original copy of the declaration before it gets to the printers the original copy you mean like the 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 final draft or the like fi- the yeah, original the final copy. draft before it gets the final to the printers draft. to be they're sent try- out on so, July 4th so it's national treasure they're trying to steal the declaration Yes, and destroy it because they're like, no, this is gonna lead to a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. Like, we we think we're gonna be a country. Come on, we're thirteen colonies. Or like, they're trying to take their names off it, maybe. Yeah, like they got really caught up with the and they're like, oh god, they're gonna hang us. The British are gonna hang (laughs) us. Ben said they're gonna hang us. Ben Franklin just said it. That's good. He's we. This is treason. This is treason. Whiteout doesn't exist. How are we gonna get our names out of this thing? (laughs) There's this great uh, quote from Benjamin Franklin where he says. um, uh, I think it's when the the king said that anyone who works for the Congress was guilty of treason. He was like, well, gentlemen, surely we must hang together or we will hang separately. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not very reassuring. Yeah, right. I love the idea of having him say that and then just Winston Duke's eyes widen. Just, huh? Hmm? <laughs> what? Wait, you heard him, right? He said we're going to hang. We're going to hang. Could we see? Can we? Can we, can see, we that, see the declaration? Can... Oh, no, this has to go to, has to, go to the printers. Wait, we just stop. wanted to... Stop. I think I forgot to dot my eye. I just wanted to really... It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> just, 
And everyone's like very regal about it yeah. too in the Continental Congress. And it's 1776. It's a new piece of parchment. So they're just like grabbing at it. Mm-hmm. And like the person who's holding it is just, no, 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 no. It's not dry. <laughs> <laughs> this is quilled ink. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> so, okay. I think I think we're getting more of a structure now. Yeah. Yeah. So we hit beats. The whole movie doesn't have to be them trying to stop the declaration from getting to the printers. I think. No, I, th- I think that's like maybe the first act. Once they realize they can't freaking do it, mm-hmm. they're just trying to book it the hell out of Pennsylvania. Yeah. So again, I, I, I think we should try and follow that super bad model of of different set pieces because it's all taking place same night. So, yeah, the whole uh, the whole day of the third of July, uh, of just different instances of of things wildly preventing them from getting to their goal. Yeah. So we've got trying to stop it from getting to the printers. That doesn't work. We got them trying to escape in a carriage. Maybe like the wheel falls off. None of them know how to change it. Um. Yes, that's a good one. We could have them getting caught up in a in a rager with Sam Adams. Like <laughs> oh, so wait, are they in Boston now or no? Just because he was he was a he was a he member was of the there. delegation from okay. Massachusetts. Yeah, I think it was Sam Adams and John Adams were both on that uh, that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, we we know him for beer nowadays, <laughs> and he was historically a brewer. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I think getting caught in a the at like a, a pre-independence rager with Sam <laughs> yeah, Adams. Yeah, he's just a funny. dude, bro. Maybe yeah, it's Zac Efron or something. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. Zac Efron, Efron is Sam Adams, is Samuel Adams, Leader shirtless of the, the entire time. He doesn't wear the puffy shirt. <laughs> Makes him look like a pirate. Because the Sons of Liberty were basically a frat. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is sort of reminding me of our Russian movie, the. Uh... No, that whole movie is a party. <laughs> that whole movie is yeah. just a frat party. We're, if that movie ever gets realized, God help us all. <laughs> what are we going to give them to drink that's fake? I don't know, but we got to pick up some traction on these things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. Uh, so we got Sam Adams just showing up being like, all right, we're doing this thing tomorrow. Let's do it. Woo! They cannot escape. He's, he's, he's basically cordoned off an entire section of Philadelphia into a yeah. block party, and they cannot escape from this. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's, it's, since it's coming. Efron, he's carrying those giant wooden barrels of beer. Yeah. Like, like fucking carrying uh, fridges and Baywatch with yeah. The Rock. He's just carrying them on his shoulders. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Dan McBride's like, hey, guys, one drink. We've got time. We've got plenty of time. It's not Come until on, it's tomorrow. Sam Adams. The yeah. guy makes good beer. And just, <laughs> Yeah. Danny McBride. Because I have a feeling back blitzed. then beer was probably like 27% alcohol or something. It could it could get very very strong yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like wine back in the day was a lot stronger because it was fortified wine yeah. Uh, yeah. for the uh, the anti um, bacterial properties so you so get maybe they up. maybe they black out for a couple hours mm-hmm. and then maybe they're they're driving the carriage drunk mm-hmm. and maybe that's how the wheel comes off because they're I just totally shit faced. Yeah. We can't just walk out of Philadelphia. <laughs> we'll we'll take a carriage. We're drunk. They go three miles an hour. The redcoats are so close. <laughs> we lost we lost all of our major cities during that war. Like first they yeah. took Boston, then they took New York, just then kept they took going Philadelphia. down and down and down. Yeah, we kept we kept having to run until finally the French bailed us out. So they get take, the French involved. <laughs> yeah, they take a carriage out of nowhere and. Uh, we got to keep Russell Brandon though. Mm-hmm. It's like that. What'd you say? He's the British what? He's yeah, I wanted him to be some kind of British uh, like uh, army captain. Yeah, like a red coat who's who, they're well aware that he's coming. Yeah, but he's playing <laughs> Russell Brand. Yeah, of course. He's he's not he's not trying anything. He's not trying to tr- sneak anything past us here. He's nope. playing Russell Brand. <laughs> has, has he ever? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just going up to them and being like, right, you trying to take 
that carriage because it seems a little weird. That's a pretty good Russell Brand. <laughs> All I think of is just forgetting Sarah Marshall. So I mean, he's he's great in that movie. Hell yeah. What was it, Aldous Snow? Was Aldous that the Snow name? of the band Infant Sorrow, which in the first draft of that script, he was just like some guy who writes books. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. they met Russell, and they were like, no. <laughs> no, this no. guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I am, I'm trying to think of more obstacles in their way of either disassociating themselves. Yeah. So from... okay, so let's let's think of the timeline. The very beginning, they are trying to stop the declaration from getting printed. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to grab at it, whatever that fails. Next up, they're trying to figure out a plan to get out of Philadelphia. Sam Adams shows up with a bunch of kegs <laughs> so that they can all drink and they get blacked out drunk for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still staying the same day, so they gotta be shit faced the rest of the movie, basically. <laughs> um, then after that, they steal a carriage, uh, and as they're uh, driving drunk with the carriage, it crashes, uh, and maybe the wheel comes off. Maybe, <laughs> maybe somehow the the horse dies. Like they crash off a cliff or something like that, and they don't know what to do. Maybe... I want Bill Hader since he plays an expert assassin in Barry to find like a loaded musket on yeah. the seat of the. Oh, jeez, is this thing loaded? <laughs> And just shoot the horse in the back of the head <laughs> in this very like Pulp Fiction style. <laughs> like, okay, I shot say, the horse in the face. <laughs> does my garage say "dead horse storage"? Uh, <laughs> well, well, I guess we're gonna have to get out and walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think so? <laughs> they they get out of the carriage and have to like step over the dead horse with mm-hmm. his with his head mashed in from the friggin' bullet. Oh, God, the poor horse. Why have I done this? One, one of them trips in it by accident. It's kind of like in 1917 when he accidentally puts his hand in the dead German soldier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danny McBride falls over into horse guts. Like, his face. Just face first. Oh, no, he falls over into horse guts, and he gets up, and now his coat is red. <laughs> <laughs> And they may have but, to escape a mob. But they're still drunk, so they're laughing like crazy, like, <laughs> your coat's red. <laughs> and like, I don't get it, I don't get it. You, you see a window open, they're like, hmm? <laughs> a lot of clicking noises. <laughs> <laughs> then the, it's just Danny McBride screaming at a woman from her window, like, do I sound like a Brit? Do I sound like a Brit? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe uh, trying to work Russell Brand into it more, maybe they're trying to make their way to a British army camp to, like, snitch. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, maybe they realize, like, getting the hell out of Philadelphia mm-hmm. ain't going to work. So they're trying to, like, find their way into a British camp just to be like, oh, we're not a part of the. Sure, our names are on it, but, you know, <laughs> that's that could be anybody. We were coerced. We were, co- we were coerced. Washington's so tall. I don't even know how to use a quill. I don't. <laughs> what do you want from me? He's from Georgia. <laughs> I like that a lot. And just Russell Brand is probably just so Russell Brand about it that he's kind of functionally useless. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they would. I don't. I don't know if I agree with them at mm-hmm. all. <laughs> I think we need like two more beats before we hit the fir- the Fourth of July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to. Think so after about the it. carriage, uh, they're being somewhat chased by Russell Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they do hide out in someone's house. Oh, okay. Maybe they hide out in someone's house and. Uh, I don't know. Does the do we do we want to go any type of like historical accuracy where like the person is like I don't want a black person in my house, ooh, or do ooh, we want to like really just not even address that and have race not play anything into this movie? Hmm, interesting. Because I, I there's comedy either way, mm-hmm. but I feel like 
I think we'd be remiss if we did not in some way provide commentary on the hypocrisy of the situation. Yeah. So we could have them go uh, to uh, hide out in a house, someone they know, maybe like one of Washington's spies, like that whole ring, the Hercules Mulligan vibe, but not him because he was in New York. Um, And it'd be this John Malkovich. John Malkovich. John Malkovich is like really into... The wording of the declaration and this whole thing about like liberty and freedom and God has created all men equal. And he keeps sort of micro-aggressing Winston Duke (laughs) about it, like casually just handing him empty cups and shit. Microaggression. I love that term. Yeah, it's it's great. (laughs) Like, Really, I think we could be super fucking on the nose about it. Yeah. And have him have that whole attitude of the language of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And just constantly... Almost dehumanized was was to do like not not terribly about it, just sort of like he's not even thinking. Yeah, about him in those it's, terms, it's completely second nature. Yeah, it's 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 so completely so like ah, what are we gonna do about it? Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, slavery is for later. Like, <laughs> no, like we got a whole thing it's, going it's on. Kind it could of, be for now. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah, sort of like. One of the biggest deals. It's it's just all of them sitting at a table and Winston Duke kind of being like, I really, I feel like I should say my two cents uh, Mm -hmm. about this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what kind of revenge can we take on John Malkovich for this as a party? Uh, I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was Winston Duke fucking his wife. (laughs) Holy shit. Slight, slight, slightly better than that because that has certain connotations. Yeah, true. All of them fuck his wife. <laughs> oh god! At different points of dinner. Oh god! Like, they all they go keep to the leaving bathroom. the room. <laughs> oh god! In different. In, okay, like, so different... who's his? His wife has to. Be... Oh god! What's her name? Hold on. The, ugh, I she's hilarious. It's the woman. The woman in the Hangover that plays Ed Helms's fiance. That's a horrible. Oh, person. Heather Graham. Yes. No, not no, uh, no, 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 not Heather Rachel, Graham. Not... Rachel Harris. Yes. Rachel Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Because, first of all, she's fantastic, and she's awesome in a, uh, um, Lucifer. Uh, oh right, the, yeah, uh, she's the, the therapist, psychiatrist. Uh, but yeah, I just love the idea of her playing like this totally horny woman who just is just getting yeah. a train run on her by Bill Hader, Winston Duke, and uh, who was her third? Who was her third? Uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Yeah. <laughs> All while John Malkovich is playing like this prissy American. He's got the yeah. the, the the wig and the powder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything like our parents and grandparents think about the founding fathers when they talk about them in these deific terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like refuse to acknowledge they did wrong. Yeah. Like everything is in that character of John Malkovich. Yeah. Of like this, he's he th- you think he's like this saintly individual, but he's still being like. Just casually, really shitty to watch oh, yeah. the Duke. Yeah, because for some reason, people tend to forget that, you know, people were still like Thomas Jefferson, George Watt. They all owned slaves. Yeah, they were all still racist. Yeah, um, but we just have your slaves. Tom Rachel Harris's uh, character is that her name? Rachel Harris. Rachel Harris. Rachel yeah. Harris. Her character is very much like Catherine Hahn in Step Brothers, mm-hmm. just like coming at them the whole yep. time they're there. She keeps needing help with stuff, yeah. and, like they each leave and the, the table with her. And the husband is like, one of my new, um, sir, you you take care of it, and it's Winston you... Duke. She's been like. And she she keeps coming up with excuses for them to have to leave the table, and just one by one they fuck John Malkovich's <laughs> wife for liberty. What what kind of comedy are we making here? <laughs> I don't know. Just 
reminding people that these were not great folks on the whole. Yeah, they this had, this they is had shit the that one thing happened. really right. Yeah, this is the most historically accurate point of this film. <laughs> <laughs> just running a train on a constituent's wife because it was all just dirty, unwashed sex back then. That's yeah, that's all it was. It's that line uh, it's from running uh, water. That line from Hamilton, I, I can't remember the exact wording, but it's really hard to have sex getting through four layers, of course. It's- yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just reminds me of Gangs of New York when DiCaprio's literally trying to, like, unwrap Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and, like, they're in the hay or whatever, and he's, he's I can't get it. <laughs> yeah, you think your first time trying to unhook a bra was tough. Try and unlace a corset. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay, I really like this section of the film. Yeah. Oh God, that's that's the because exact... it's 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 pretty lowbrow for what we usually pitch, and I think I like that actually. <laughs> I'm gonna get lowbrow as possible when it comes to dealing with the racism of yeah, the founding fathers. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all right, you want to, if you're gonna be that way about the black people, we're gonna fuck your wife. <laughs> we're gonna fuck your wives. <laughs> that's just that's you know that's the tagline of the movie. We're gonna yeah. fuck your wives. <laughs> if you exclude black people from the narrative of liberty, we're going to fuck your wife. <laughs> That's my, that'll be my presidential campaign slogan. <laughs> Dickerson 2020. Uh, human rights or I fuck your wife. Uh, okay. Let's, I think we need one more set piece. Yeah, there's got to be one more beat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so after they leave, <coughs> excuse me, after they leave, they are on the road, on the road again. <laughs> I just can't wait to get on the road again. Um <laughs> And maybe they steal his horses or his carriage. Mm-hmm. Keep Bill Hader away from the gun. <laughs> uh, they take that carriage, and uh, man, I don't know. I'm trying to trying to stop us from from having some dead air. Yeah, we talked we talked about uh, infiltrating the British camp to try and snitch, and that not going right. I'm wondering again if we have Bill Hader accidentally shoot Russell Brand. <laughs> and this contributes to their keeps, somewhat heroic He keeps getting a musket and people are like, w- what are you? Stop. <laughs> What's this one called? It like flares out at the end. Oh, it's a uh, blunderbuss. <laughs> it's, it's for blunder- clubs. <laughs> you, why do you keep pulling the trigger? I don't know. <laughs> My hand keeps slipping. You twitchy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like that. I was trying to think of things to end Russell Brand's character. Yeah, on. and we just have him be murdered by uh, yeah. by Bill Hader. And at the end, this all contributes to them coming off like smelling like roses, despite the fact that they were there to snitch. Like, yeah, they walked right into camp and they killed the captain. And they just killed the British captain. And then, like, now we're celebrating and so, like they they love their country. <laughs> so the last, uh, all right, the last thing that has to happen on that night. <clears throat> Excuse me. The last hurrah. Mm. When they when they think like, all right, all is lost. That was our last chance to make it known to the British that we are not part of the the Patriots. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Where can we go from there? I'm trying to. Do they stay in Philadelphia? Yeah. Because forgive my naivete. DC is not a thing in 1776, is it? No, no. Yeah, Washington City, as yeah. they call it at the time, wasn't founded until until later. Uh, like just, I think it was just a village in like a right? swamp at that point. Yeah, yeah. That was that was part of the negotiations for uh, Hamilton's uh, financial plan for the country getting passed. Was that the the capital had to be somewhere in the south? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. 
I think, uh, which is interesting to me because I still don't count DC as the South. It's, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's really it's more north than Virginia, obviously, but it's you know, yeah, it's kind of there in Maryland and then the tip of the the Virginia area. It's, Past it's, Delaware, yeah, it's a weird, yeah, like that's <laughs> that's why the the whole Confederate thing was was a huge danger for a time is that uh, Lee got very very close to mm-hmm. the capital. It's right across the Potomac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can see Washington D.C. from your nice house in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you have the army of Virginia, that's, you know, scary. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we need one more thing for them to essentially, like, lose the night. Yeah. And wake up on Independence Day. So I'm trying to think of what that might be. Uh, hmm. They, uh, again, try and make an escape on a wagon, this time from the British camp. And they wind up... Uh, Maybe having uh, snuck onto the back of a wagon loaded with gunpowder. Okay. Um, and they, they're like, we're just going to hunker down here. We're going to fall asleep and wake up tomorrow, wherever we may be, and just uh, keep our heads low. And they don't know it's going back to Philadelphia. Have an idea. And <laughs> the next day. They the... think it's gunpowder, mm-hmm. but it's fireworks for the celebration. Yeah. So they're just sitting there like, all right, we'll just go wherever this takes us, and then we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. They wake up. The fireworks are unloaded. They're shooting them off, and everyone's super excited and all happy and stuff. And that's when they're like... They're panicking. Oh, it started. The British are invading Philadelphia. Oh, God, it's the war. It's the war. (laughs) It's here. It's here. We never left Philly. (laughs) And and then they find out, oh, people are partying. They're they're really excited about this. Happy Independence Day. And then they start taking that credit. <laughs> Sam Adams comes back out of nowhere and handing them beers. She's like, all right, boys. <laughs> Sam, have you been doing this for two days straight? Hell yeah. <laughs> God love you, Sam he, Adams. He's either, so he's either played by Zac Efron or Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got water coming out of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> I got to stop drinking while you make jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all believe in independence, give me a hell yeah. <laughs> Just love the idea of Stone Cold handing him some beers. <laughs> Drink those up, you bitch ass. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I was thinking we could take a more moderate stance towards the British. I think a peaceful pro. What? <laughs> what? No, no, nothing. Nothing. Get your candy ass out of here. <laughs> That's actually really we, we can have get... him be another founding father. We could have Steve yeah, Zach. Yeah, we try and... to get him to have a Boston accent, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How about, how about do... Stone Cold Steve Austin is George Washington? <laughs> yes. Yes. Stone Cold Steve Austin as George Washington. Stone Cold Respect Gay Rights Steve Austin. Yep. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that man is one of the most progressive liberals in the world, and I love him. Uh, well, his seems like his view of politics is more like, if you don't bother my goddamn ranch, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I really love that as a cameo. <laughs> this tall-ass figure in a military uniform end. turns around. Yeah. The very end. He's in, like, this stone-cold leather vest, but it's very period. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> made of parchment like or whatever. Blue material gold buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That way people walk out of this movie and go, when when did this take place? <laughs> is this what that reenacting is? Is that what it is? <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's so much fun. Yep. And that's the whole code of the movie. Is they're just like, Yeah, we signed that. 
<laughs> trying to get laid off of it. We, we, we meant to sign that. That was our goal from the very beginning. Ladies, if you check the bottom right uh, corner, you might... Uh, Who's that guy with a huge name? Oh, Hancock? He's a, he's a jerk. Don't don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> See how small I had to write my fucking name? <laughs> Look at how much room he took. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's not a lot of real estate on this parchment. And then at some somewhere, Craig Robinson as Je- as Jefferson has to come back out of nowhere because maybe someone makes like one one uh, insult or or critique of the Declaration and he just like jumps them and starts beating the crap out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. He's, the OCD kicks in so hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> really, you know, if you think about it, Articles uh, Section Three, Article A, it just doesn't sound a <laughs> more perfect union. <laughs> yeah. No wait, I think that's the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's the Constitution. We no, we the people in order to form a more perfect union. Is that the no? We the people is the Declaration, isn't it? We're gonna look that, that up real quick because now yeah, we just the, sound like the idiots. more perfect union. I know that's the the famous grammatical. We the error. people in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, and ensure domestic tranquility. That's the Declaration. I think. God damn it. We I should don't know, know these things if we're coming into a revolutionary movie. <laughs> it's just, I just remember always being really snarky that, like, there's no such thing as more perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's something but, you definitely would do. Mm, I could but, see uh, you doing that in fifth grade and everyone would be like, shut up, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I turned into what Squidward. You s- uh, no, you, you turned into the, the big guy that eats all the Krabby Patties and says, like, you Still forgot no a pickle. pickles. <laughs> All right, I think we've got a pretty decent movie. I think we do. Um, I really enjoy that we get to to fuck the wives of of, of people who are uh, not contributing <laughs> to the racial. I don't know where I came up with John Malkovich, but I love the idea that it's John Malkovich. He's a very eloquent speaker, so having the contrast of him doing like the uh, the Declaration, like the John Adams HBO style, going of, to be yeah. incredibly strong yes. for this nation. Oh man. <laughs> Are created equal. Could you clean that up? I, like just the worst kinds of like he doesn't get it. No, not at all. Uh, I think I think we go with the third of July for the title. You like that? I liked Codependence Day. Do you? You want to do Codependence Day? Yeah, it's it's funny. All right, let's go the with third of July. Day. Like we're not going to go with Leave It to Treason. Yeah, <laughs> I not. We're not making a Leave It to Beaver reference. We no, might but, as well have the theme song be Andy Griffith at this point. You know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to pitch a Leave It to Beaver movie. <laughs> this is this is the personal hell I have I have created for myself, and I deserve yep. it. I deserve Welcome it. back, everybody. Oh <laughs> leave it to be. This is a Leave It to Beaver podcast. Um, spoiler alert: Never seen an episode of Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> So it's just going to be me, me critiquing Leave It to Beaver, having never seen it. Um, I think you know after season two when they got rid of the Beaver, um, it just it fell off for me. Guys, thank you so much for coming back and listening to our podcast. Uh, we really hope you enjoy this. Please like, comment, subscribe, share. Uh, we really do want to gain traction. We're really happy to be back. Uh, we want to get this back on the road, and we'd love to be able to to get this podcast out there so more people can listen to it, enjoy it, have fun. And please, like always, pitch us ideas, send us articles, give us things that we can make into movies. Uh, if you have your own pitch you want to talk about, write it up, email it to us at wdygpodcast at gmail.com. Email it to us, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Maybe we'll do a, uh, maybe we'll do a listener's episode where we just talk about people's uh, pitch ideas from different articles. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Just bat some things back and forth and do like mini, mini pitches. Yeah, really yeah. small ones. Um, 
shorts or something like We've that. We've gotten a couple comments I've noticed on things of like, what about this? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Well try. So yeah, uh, WDYGpodcast at gmail.com. I believe it's WDYGpod or podcast at uh, on Twitter as well. Um, subscribe, share. Please review us. Uh, it helps a lot. Uh, a lot. And uh, we, will, we will do our best during this whole COVID ordeal to try and stick back to our two-week schedule. Um, I think at this point we probably should be – we are – again, we're quarantining ourselves from each other. So I think this will probably be not terribly difficult to do uh, if we get back into it. Uh, so we hope you enjoy it. We hope you're excited for what's to come. Uh, we were originally – we were originally going to do 15 episodes a season. I don't know if that's really the deal now because we're not probably going to take a hiatus at this point. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the original plan was was to have uh, a season of episodes uh, in the style that we're doing right now, have a guest, and then do a, a special episode on a special theme. But, of course, that all got shot to shit along with many, many of the best laid plans. Yeah. So I think uh, we should probably just keep pushing it. Yeah, uh, we'll, just, we'll just keep doing what we're doing now and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Well, uh, so to wrap it up, uh, I've been Rob. I've been Nick. And that's what we got. What Do You Got is recorded live at the Cape Swoosh Studios in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Our theme song was written and performed by Trevor Campbell. Additional music is provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And our wonderful logo was designed by Gabby Weiss. You can find her on Twitter at, at Gabby Weiss. 